how do people choose to pay attention to your content rather than someone else? While they're scrolling through their social media feed, what is it that makes them read your posts or watch your videos? How is it that you stand out? Because if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, like many people, you're building a platform, social media, in order to generate some attention, generate some leads, and generate the clients necessary for your business success. Well, the question is with the flood and the over-demanding attention that social media brings and everyone is creating content these days, how is it that you stand out? How can you make sure that your audience is hearing you, paying close attention to your content and then signing up for your offers if it's a right fit? And what you're about to tune into is a live group coaching, a bit of a bonus coaching session that I did for the Serving Circle members after our weekly collaborative call. And I just wanted to share what was going on for me, what I ask myself around my content, around my community and where it's going and what's been working for me. So what you're going to learn in here is one, what to really ask yourself to identify the patterns that need shifting within you in order to attract this type of outcome. Two, how to really stand out online, how to stand out on social media so that people can pay close attention to you instead of someone else. Three, why you might, may not be achieving what your mind wants. And four, how to achieve a consistent flow of the leads, the collaborations, the clients that you really wanna serve in a way that's authentic to you. So yes, it's here and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate consciousness through spiritual business success. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, feel free to support the content, subscribe. And also, I'll see you on Facebook in the Serving Circle where you can collaborate with your soul tribe. Let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. So questions. Who here has the the goal, the focus, the intention of getting more momentum, more engagement on your social media, on your online projects. Does anyone have that as an active? Cool. I think it's really the important piece because we're all online. We're all putting out our content. We're all doing things in a way that invites people into our world to build that like, know, and trust factor. And while we do that, for those who are the right fit, they jump into our paid offers, our paid programs, whatever coaching, paid offer you have. That's the flow that seems to be where everyone's at. The key question that you need to ask yourself is what's the no-brainer offer? What's the... What's the reason why people should pay close attention to you and not someone else? This is the key question. Because if everyone's online, who knows that there's so much content out there that it's 
kind of over flooded. Everyone's everyone's releasing content, podcasts, YouTube channels, videos. Everyone's releasing so much. And so when they're going through their feed, there's a lot of traffic, there's a lot of stuff, right? And so what I'd love to help you really ask a few questions here that can help you build some momentum there, that can help you stand out, that builds a community, that builds like, know, and trust, that when you get on a call with someone, they can feel your heart, they can feel that this is someone that really wants to help. And that's why tonight or today, wherever you are in the world, you see that 50 people join this call, right? 50 people join the, um, join the, the collaborative call. I ran the, um, for those of you who don't know, I ran a, a group project a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, called Lead With Heart. And I basically showed everyone how I do my outreach through personal messages. And there was, I was, I was quite surprised. There were 50 people that signed up and out of those 50 people signed up, 50 people filled out the form to give me some details about their, their business and who they are and everything like that. And I think the, the reason why is because there's been some things I've done with my internal world and some things I've done with my external business in terms of some tactics that allows it to be a little bit different than what, everyone, than what everyone's doing. So I think as I ask these questions, you can really think about it in your own business and think where can that tweak be that's going to give you the, the advantage over everyone else so that when people are scrolling through their feed and they see your stuff, they feel compelled, they feel excited about being part of your world, right? Especially if you're building communities, if you have your own group, if you're starting your own tribe, if you're starting a membership, whatever it is, I think these, this is really important. The first key question I really want, really want you to ask yourself, when it comes to this journey, when it comes to putting yourself in the world, online, sharing your heart, sharing your content, selling your stuff, serving clients in a way that's fulfilling for you, what's the biggest fear that comes up? What's the biggest fear that comes up for you? There are a couple ways we can tackle this. One of them is what I call the fear jar. The fear jar is the analogy and the acronym of if you're in a jar, you're in your fear jar. The fear jar stands for where, what are your fears, but also where are your judgments, what are you attached to, and where are you in resistance to life. So that's the fear jar. And so you guys on the call who are in the in my coaching program know we basically every every call we get on we're tackling something that's coming up to do with this because if you're putting out a post if you're putting out a video if you're on if you're online about to sell something you have to ask yourself what needs to be what needs to heal in here for me to be able to receive that with safety another way of saying that is if you're attached if your worthiness, your love, your ability to be seen is attached to the very thing that your mind wants, you probably won't be safe to receive it. It's probably not in your soul's expansion to receive it. Another way of saying that is, 
if you're a three-year-old and you're uh, and you're asked what do you want for dinner they're always going to say ice cream not always but in my mind they're always going to say ice cream why because they're a child and they just that's what i want now you know the ch having child a child having ice cream every meal is not good for them you can see it from a higher level of consciousness now what is your what is your spirit looking at your business from that higher level of consciousness saying hey you don't always need to get what you want but can you welcome in what you need for your growth and that's why we ask ourselves this question where are you stuck in the fear jar now can you see how if you're attached to a particular outcome or if you have particular judgments or if you're in resistance to life or if you have particular fears that come up around failure or around success can you see how it may not be in your expansion to receive every time what your mind wants but here's where the irony comes into it here's the crazy paradox is that because you're in the fear jar what do you think that does to your creativity to your flow to your ability to be authentic right for your ability to live complete in integrity because that might be the very thing that's going to help you achieve the outcome so that's why we always focus in here and say to achieve that outcome what do i need to see feel and heal in here first So let's go through a bit of an example. Who's ready for an example? Awesome. So if you're attached to money and says money's my safety and I'm doing a launch and I need to make $10,000 for me to feel safe. Can you feel the resistance if I'm creating my content, if I'm, if I'm posting, if I'm inviting people to a particular launch of some sort? Do you think they can feel energetically my inner child that I'm taking action from? I'm taking action from an inner child that says, I need to make that money to feel safe. In the heightened level of consciousness we find ourselves in, do you think people can feel that? Feel that in your content, your copy, your videos, your sales pitch? Do you think they can feel that? Can you feel that? So what happens when you go within and you hold a loving safe space for the inner five-year-old who learned and believes that money's my safety? What's that going to do to your content, to your creativity, to your authenticity, to what people feel when they come into your world? It... It makes me emotional and it brings up a lot of honor for me. But every single time I ask people who have joined my program and I say, what was it that gave you the confidence, that gave you the, the clarity or certainty to jump in? They always say, we could tell you care. We can tell you have heart that cares. That to me is powerful. And that to me is what business is. Whenever you're building a community, doing content, whenever you're doing your healing, coaching, 
consulting, educating. That to me is the that to me is absolute pleasure to be able to put your heart out there and serve in the way you're meant to serve, without any expectation or assumption as to what will happen next. That that energy I feel is what's exactly needed for content these days. Now who who intuitively can feel that? Right. Can you feel the difference there compared to trying to achieve a tactic, tool, strategy so that you can achieve something to make you feel a certain way? That's the difference. And that's what I think everything, that's what I think is missing. It used to be the tactic, tool, and strategy online. Some, when we're at a lower level of consciousness where achievement was everything and our spiritual development was not the highest priority, that's generally what worked. And that's generally what people are trying to find. They're trying to find that tactic, tool, and strategy separating from their own inner wounded self. But once again, the paradox is when you ask yourself that question of what do I need to see within me? What patterns do I need to heal? What in a, in a five-year-old do I need to hold space for? And you heal the pattern. You heal the wound that says money's my safety. And then you're creating content, videos, your, your launch strategy. You're creating you know, your sales, sales letter, whatever you're working on. It's coming from the energy of I'm here to serve. It's coming from the energy of this is me. This is my heart. This is what I have to offer. And this is the transformation and, and outcomes I'd love to help people achieve. And the energy is not coming from I need this to achieve this to feel this way. So who understands that? Who's getting that? Cool. When you have that as your focus... So whether you meditate, whether you listen to music, whether you're creative, whatever, whatever way, I, I meditate. I meditate two hours a day roughly, sit in silence. That for me is my expansion. Everyone's different. But one thing that you can, one thing you can ask yourself is what practice can you, can you stick to? What practice can you implement in your life that's going to allow that to expand? It's going to allow your soul to expand, your spirit to expand so that it can flow through your business in the way that's going to achieve not only the success of what your mind wants, but so much more. So much more. Your mind wants to achieve this external thing. Your soul's guiding you to not only achieve that, but so much more. And it only comes about by doing this inner work, by seeing what needs to be seen, by healing what needs to be healed. And, that not, and that's not always to achieve what your mind wants in the time frame that your mind wants it. If you're willing to look at your business from that perspective, my intuition tells me you're on a, a deeper path that goes beyond external results. You've at some level asked, asked life, the universe, God, spirit, your higher self, hey, while I'm on this journey, show me who and what I really am. Show me who and what I really am. Not necessarily what I want to achieve, but show me who and what I really am. And if you're courageous enough, as I do in meditation, ask that of the universe. Say, show me who and what I really am, regardless of the consequences. Regardless of the consequences. A lot of us have this story that says, 
hey life, hey universe, help me create this in my life, help me create this result, but don't you dare touch my money. Or don't you dare touch my health, don't you dare touch my relationship. Or help me transform my relationship, but don't you dare tell me to leave it. Right, we have these expectations. If you're asking a high level of consciousness, from a high level of consciousness, you're asking these high level questions, you have to be willing to receive the high level answer. It's courageous. It's, uh, it takes, it not only takes a lot of courage, but it takes a lot of strength to be able to look in and, and ask that and then be willing to hear the answer and then take action on that answer. So while you take action on that answer and while you follow your highest excitement, your highest expansion, and you're doing what you can to release expectations and assumptions and attachments and where you're in resistance and all of the fears that come up along the way, here's more of some business questions to ask yourself. One, why should people follow you? Why should people engage with your content? Why should people jump into your community rather than do something else? What's the no-brainer for them? What's, what, what entices them? What gets them excited? When I ask people in the serving circle, they say, the energy is crazy. The energy is off the charts. Some people come here, they sit... They, they join the call and they just sit like the fly on the wall and it's like they bask in the energy. It's so heartfelt. It's so loving. It's done so many things for their business in terms of clients and on podcasts and on collaborations and service exchanges and friends that they've met. And they just bask in the energy. Now, what is it that you can do with your content? What is it you can do with your community? What is it you can do with your offers of your, of your, paid, your paid stuff? that allows it to stand out from the rest. A part of that will be you. There's no one like you. Trust me, I have a twin brother, and he's not me. Our DNA is the same, but he's not me. Brody, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Keep trying. You're not me. But can you feel that when your heart comes through your business, when your heart comes through your content, your posts, your vulnerability, openness, honesty, when everything comes through and you feel what needs to happen in here, there's just a different energy to your, to your online presence, right? There's a different energy there. There's a, there's a depth. So what will make you different is part of that. It's just showing more of you. There's no one else like you. The next piece is really around more towards strategy, more towards the, the understanding that when you're looking to succeed, you have to zig when others zag. I talked a lot about this on the Lead With Heart um, group challenge or the group, the group project. So what we did was, was 50 of us got together, we all got on Zoom calls, I showed everyone how I do my outreach and my, my lead generation strategy. And together, collectively, you know, as a, as a community to provide some accountability, we all went out and did it. And there was a lot of people who got so many wins from that project. 
But what I shared that a lot of people enjoyed was the understanding you have to zig when everyone's zagging. If everyone's doing something, you have to do the opposite. Not necessarily the opposite, but you have to do something different. Because if you're doing the same as what everyone else is doing, you just blend in. Right? When was the last time someone said, hey, I want to I invite you to my webinar. Or I want to invite you into my challenge. I want to invite you to my call. And you're like, what? You're doing a, a webinar? What's that? Doesn't happen too often. Now, there's nothing wrong with webinars. There's nothing wrong with challenges. There's nothing wrong with doing YouTube videos and doing podcasts. There's nothing wrong with that. The question is, how can you make it unique? How can you make it stand out when someone's like, oh, cool. That sounds cool. Like what I did, we did a, a group a group project. As a group project, we all come together, we have accountability, there was three calls, everyone loved it. Right? There was 50 people that signed up and 50 people filled out the form to, you know, to, to share what they were about, what they would love to learn, the challenges they're coming up against in terms of their business. And it was just such a really cool, a cool example of just like, how can we do something that's fun, where people get really cool results where they're getting some wins, they're getting to know each other, right? We all got on a, we all had a group chat, so everyone was sharing their wins and sharing the funny things they that came up when they were doing their outreach strategy, and you know some people were um, in the chat while we're doing the Zoom call, and they were messaging like, "Oh my god, I just messaged this person. We've organised these calls. We've organised that." And it was cool. It was really really cool. And the question is, what can you do in your in your business? I love getting on calls with people and just being creative, just being like, "Who's your niche?" What do they want? What problems do they have? And let's see what we can offer them, whether it's a free offer so that you're building your network, so that you're building your community, so that you're building the, your, the like, no trust factor, or whether it is a paid offer that is creative, it's resourceful, it's a no-brainer, it's irresistible for them. The question is, how creative are you willing to be? How resourceful are you, are you willing to be to create that for your, for your audience? As an example, many of you know, about three years ago, I had all this fear come up around money because my business was doing well and then it wasn't. And so leads dried up, income dried up, everything was falling apart and I sat in this chair like, what the hell is life trying to teach me? And it was exactly to the, towards the point of the start of this. Whereas I had to overcome my fears of this money, I needed to make money to feel safe, needed to succeed, to feel enough needed my posts to do well so that I could feel worthy. And I was just faced with all of that. Instead of trying to build my business from that place, what I did was sat in this chair for about six hours. Six. And I just sat there and just let all the fear be there. With tears coming down my face, with this heaviness in my stomach and this tightness in my chest, I'm like, man, there's stuff that's releasing. It was out of that meditation where I'm like, what if I just build a community? It was just a knowing. There's a knowing that said, if you build a community and you fall in love with the art of serving, everything else take care of itself. You can trust. The clients, the income, the collaborations, the opportunities, it'll all be presented to you in perfect timing that's towards your expansion. And so I changed my, the name of my group to The Serving Circle. Pretty sure it was the next day. And said, hey, let this be the focus. Let's just be in a space of service no matter what because that's who and what we are. And the Serving Circle was born 
And that's what happened. So questions for you. What can you do to stand out? What can you do to be different? What can you do to zig when everyone else is zagging? Be creative, be resourceful, be playful, be loving. See what comes through. And then ask yourself this question. Who do I need to become to welcome that in with safety? To welcome what I want, what my mind wants, to be able to welcome that in with safety, meaning it's got nothing to do with my worthiness, it's got nothing to do with my ability to be seen, nothing to do with my ability to feel safe, but I feel called to go after this. My heart is guiding me here because that's who I'm wanting to become. Here's a very simple way of saying this. Who's ready for the simple way? If you want people to follow you, be followable. Be followable. Right? It's that simple. What can who who do you need to become to be followable? Where someone's like comes across Catherine or Dawn or, or, or Heidi and they're like, oh my God, you did what? Or what the hell are you, what did you say you did? Or what are you putting together? Or they watch some of, some of your videos and they're like, man, I can, I can feel her heart. I can feel the kindness or the compassion, right? It's like when I'm doing these calls, the number one intention I feel is just like, I feel these people are me. I am them. There's nothing separating us we are all connected and that's what i feel that's my intention right so that when i'm speaking or when i'm asking questions you guys can feel the presence now when i do a lot of the collaborative calls i took took me months and sometimes it still comes up but it took me a long time for me to sit in silence before the call and say tice your worthiness is not attached to how many people show up. But here's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna hold a loving safe space for the side of me who believes that. This inner five-year-old who believes my worthiness, my safety is attached to if people like this call or how many people show up or what happens next. And I just sit in silence and I just hold a space for that and, and then when I show up, it's not from the five-year-old but it's from the consciousness who's holding space for the five-year-old. So how can you do that for your content, your communities, your, your offers, your programs? How can you do that? Before we finish up, does anyone have any questions? Might need to be in a minute because I've got to jump off. But Chris, what's your question? Um, I've been fortunate enough on five pages to get... 25,000 people. The fact is, though, is I'm not sure it's the right clients. Mm -hmm. They're curious, they're interested, but not committed. Mm -hmm. How do you make that transition? Because it's when you talk about showing up for yourself, being vulnerable, all of these are amazing, amazing things. And thank you. But what do you do if you don't, you're, you're not reaching your target audience? Great, good question. 
we can we can answer that from multiple layers. So one is the emotions that come up if you're reaching the wrong people and people aren't committed and then and they're not signing up and they're, but they're watching and they're not signing up. What emotions it bring up in you? That's number one. Is because we always have to pay attention to what's the inner healing in here that needs to happen. I know you do this work so much, so it's, it'll be second nature to you. Um, second is around the messaging. So is your communication and message in a way that makes it compelling, the way that makes it people understand why they need to jump into your programs and to not feel pushy or salesy, but say, oh my God, this, feels, this is an exciting thing that I feel like I want to do. So communication and messaging is one thing that I work a lot with my clients, but that's why. It's because our communication is so important. And so being able to explain what we do, explain how we do it, and communicate why this is for them or what you know what you say what's at stake if they do or if they don't is really really important so that's the next piece second piece if if it is after those two if it does seem to be like it's the wrong niche or the wrong audience then you simply change your message change your outreach strategy and start to shift in a way that is aligned for you and expansive for you and because of that you'll energetically bring in those who are aligned right so there is, there is a few things around that that you can do. So feel free to shoot me a message if you want to if you want to talk details. Um, but shifting your audience, shifting your niche um, can be done by, by shifting a bit of your branding, a bit of your messaging, a bit of your outreach strategy. And yeah, if you, if you couple that with your communication and you couple that with whatever inner healing is ready to be seen within you, then that's what I feel is, um, that's what I feel will, will help you create that shift. Thank you, Tyson. I appreciate it. I will, I will hit you up in Messenger. Cool. Same with all you guys. If you want to shoot me a personal message on Facebook and say, hey, let's brainstorm some ideas, whether you want to go back and forth through text, share, share what you're doing already, and if you want any insights or tips or brainstorm some ideas, happy to do that. Or if you want to jump on a quick 5-10 minute call or something like that, then we can make that happen. I've got to jump off to another call. But thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you. Share your love, share your heart, share your authenticity and love and uh, see your business as a way to grow spiritually, hey? Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Tyson. Thanks, Tyson. Bye, everyone. Blessings. Bye, everyone. Lots of love to everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships. So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.